ButcherBox makes it easy and convenient to get the highest quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef, organic free-range chicken, heritage breed pork, and wild-caught seafood without any antibiotics or added hormones delivered straight to your door. For me, I love their ribeye steak with a smoke and reverse sear, their tender belly bacon, which is some of the best uncured bacon on planet Earth. ButcherBox partners with people, small farmers included, that treat their animals in the best possible way and never give any added antibiotics or hormones. When you join, you choose your box and delivery frequency. You can cancel at any time without any penalty, and ButcherBox delivers amazing and fresh meat right to your door in a 100% recyclable box. For a limited time only, get free chicken nuggets for a year and 10% off your first box when you sign up today and use the code WP. That's a 22-ounce bag of gluten-free organic chicken nuggets in every order for a year when you sign up at butcherbox.com forward slash WP and use the code WP. Welcome to Western Contours Podcast, sharing experiences, providing insight, and looking for solutions to become better hunters. We talk gear, on and off season preparation, tips and tactics, conservation, and finding inspiration in the outdoors as sportsmen and women. Thank you for joining us as we share our love for all things Western hunting. Hey guys, this week I sit down with my brother Tate Hale. We get into his Utah elk hunt with Disabled Outdoorsman USA and Sean Ward from Treading Timber, fighting through setbacks and taking one more step. Enjoy the episode. So we're on with Mr. Tate Hale, man of faith, hunter, speaker, uh, in my opinion, uh, all around badass. <laughs> What's up, brother? How we doing tonight, man? What's going man? down, man? Oh, dude, I am stoked to be here with you. I'm honored that you'd uh, have me back again and, and just looking forward to uh, putting down some great content for all your listeners, my man. Absolutely, man. So why don't we, uh, why don't we kick it off, man? So, you know, give us a little bit on that, uh, that Utah elk hunt, man. I get to hear it firsthand now. A little bit. Wow. I don't know if I can give you a, a little bit, <laughs> but uh, no, we'll just see where it goes. Um, I guess one word a little bit would be epic. It would be epic. The country, the people, the brotherhood, and getting to listen to and hunt what I believe is one of God's most magnificent creatures. Agreed. Well, agreed. Was um, epic, a dream come true, and uh, it's in my blood. Oh, it's you're, in my blood you're done now, now buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, as you can see, the white tail behind me. I love my Midwest white tails. They're always going to be my first love. But uh, Tate's going to have to figure out a way to start making some more bank, mm-hmm. so Get out he can to, start yeah. getting out west uh, every few years, man. Because epic, the brotherhood, and I'm sure we'll dive into a lot more of it. Some of the lessons. But um, 
one word I would describe epic and a dream come true. Heck yeah. So just give us a little bit, man. So you had Sean Ward, Sidney Smith, um, Weston Jenkins, um, Keith. Yep. Keith Naylor. uh, And then there was two more guys that I'm not familiar with that was, that were doing the videography, Uh, I believe. Yeah. Thomas, uh, about, I think's how you say his last name. Uh, dude was great. You know, he was great. Uh, I could not have asked for a better group of dudes to spend camp with. And we kind of felt like we knew each other, you know, going into it through as much as we've communicated uh, through social. Uh, but when you finally get there and get to meet them face to face, give them a big hug, thank them for it. Um, couldn't ask for a better group of guys to uh, share my first elk hunt with. I, I just couldn't have asked for a better group of guys. Uh, the Disabled Outdoorsmen USA, what they're trying to do, um, I'm on board a thousand percent with them. And uh, yeah, just epic, man. The guys, the whole trip, everything, epic. <laughs> so you got to tell me, and I'm glad we're on video right now. You got to tell me, when you heard that first bugle, did you just lose it? Chills, man. Chills. <laughs> Isn't that just something else, chills. man? Yeah, it's 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 hard to describe, man. It, it it's like almost sounds like a prehistoric animal, man, and just screaming, and it, it just right then that adrenaline goes from a hundred to a thousand, and you're like, all right. All right, that's because we went out Friday night. I I landed in Salt Lake, you know, Friday mid morning or whatever. So by the time we got up to the mountain on camp, we just basically had time to go scout and and do a little looking around and things like that. So uh, we heard one faint, one or two faint bugles that evening, and it was just like the perfect way to kick it off because that night. We go back to camp, start getting ready, and just that sound, you know, as I slept, <laughs> is right there, man. Just like, that's what it is, man. That's, like I, I, I said, and I'll probably say it 20 times over the prog- podcast, what I think is one of God's most magnificent creations, I man. Agree. It was, yeah, it was, yeah. If you're having a trouble being uh, pumped up or amped up, uh, go listen to some beautiful well people. <laughs> if that don't get you pumped up, nothing then will. you ain't you ain't got a soul. <laughs> yeah, nothing will. Yeah. Exactly. You, my you, in my opinion, you barely got a pulse, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So um for the folks that may not have heard, you know, the the Do USA episode or the Scroach the Earth episode, give us a little bit on on how this all came together. Yeah, uh, well, it had started, I guess, just through the power of social and the power of trying to be a positive example for others. Um, I found Sydney Smith, Try No Feet, through Instagram um, a couple years back. And we really just connected because here's a guy who was born with a uh, rare foot disease, you know, born with it. And same thing as me, um, different diseases, but we we're both born with rare, very rare foot disease. And I had just made the choice to, um, 
amputate in 2015, and it was shortly after that that I had found a uh, found Sid on a social as well. That he had just come through a um, a a double amputation and reached out to him, and we just we just connected, man. We connected strong. And, uh, so I was, Hey dude, I'd love to get you out here, um, for a whitetail hunt uh, to Ohio sometime. I just feel like we have a, a, a connected energy with what we've been through our experience. We can relate to each other's physical pain. We can relate to each other's mental struggle caused by this disease. And, uh, we just hit it off. So, uh, shortly after that, Sid was contacted by Disabled Outdoorsman USA, where he went down to uh, Texas and did a whitetail hunt. And um, they they hit it off, and um, Sid has been a integral part of Disabled Outdoorsman USA. And Weston was talking, you know, these are some of the things we're wanting to do. Um, eventually, we'd love to do an elk hunt. And Sid, right then, from what I was told, Sid just stepped right up and said, well, I know the guy. I know the perfect guy for this, uh, Tate Hale out in Ohio. We've spoke. Uh, he, he's always talked about how it was a dream of his to come west and, and hunt elk. And uh, that kind of got the ball rolling. And then uh, Weston reached out to me uh, last year. And, you know, me and him had connected at this point. And uh, he's like, hey, man, we're getting ready to put on this elk hunt uh, out in Utah next year. You interested in helping? And I said, dude, you know, I'll help any, any way I can. What do you need, bro? And he's, well, I need you to be the hunter. And I just went silent. <laughs> I was like, what? For like five seconds. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, bro, I need you to be the hunter. And, uh, I, I try not to curse too much, but that, that was just over the top. I just, all I remember, I kept saying like, dude, you, you effing with me. You better not be effing with me, man. Cause this is like a dream of mine. You effing with me. He's like, no. And he's laughing, bro. I, I got you. I want to do this for you. I want you to be the one. And that got the ball rolling. And, and after a lot of hard work and generous uh, donations by so many companies and individuals, uh, Western Contours, you being one of those amazing people that uh, stepped up to make a uh, perfect dream come true for an imperfect guy. And, uh, man, I'm just so honored and blessed by everyone who had a hand in this. And and that's that's how it came to be, man. Heck yeah, man. So <clears throat> let's get into some of that that hunt right so with yeah okay and 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 i just did an ep with with sid which will probably air yep. a few days before yours or whatever but i want to i want to reiterate something that yep. you and i have talked about something that i've learned in dealing with you in dealing with sid in dealing with disabled outdoorsmen over the last year um <sighs> saying disability is descriptive uh -huh. only like Sid said only to get people to relate to it because that's the terminology right to me that shit is outdated yeah. yeah um yeah the disabilities that we have in my opinion at this point it, I probably have more disabilities than you because I look at it as a mental place um yes yeah you know what I mean like 
I can't. No, I I 100% get it. Right. So I have a hard time saying that at this point in in the juncture. But with, with the challenges that you're faced with, with your, you know, with your condition and how you've, you know, pulled through that stuff, what did that pose on the mountain? Because Utah has some unforgiving terrain. Yes, it does. (laughs) Yes, it does. Um, Well, the first morning hunt, after the first morning hunt, um, my knee was bad just the first morning. And thank God I I threw a a knee brace in my luggage right before I left. Like the day before, I was like, man, you better throw that in your luggage. And uh, it came in, man, very, very handy. Because after the first morning hunt, my knee was trash. And it was thumping and had swelled up. And uh, the ankle was just killing me. Uh, so I knew I was in after the first two hours of the morning, I was in for the toughest mental and physical hunt that I had ever, ever been on in my entire life. Um, and in a sick way, it almost, you know, you get off on that. Like, okay, it's time to go to war. It's time to go to war with your body. It's time to go to war with your mind um, because I had too many amazing people backing me to fail. Um, was it hard? But by, yeah, Sean had actually said that um, it was a grade nine terrain. You know, they grade Western terrain, I guess, one through 10. And he said it qualified as a grade nine. And uh, he's like, dude, I've known able bodies that have come up here and wanted off the mountain in two days. Yeah. <laughs> It'll beat you. Know? you. <laughs> yeah. And, and it, 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 it was a test, dude. I've told everybody by that that's asked by far the toughest physical and mental hunt I've ever been on. Just the hunt itself will mentally test you. But, uh, when each step feels like there's a neat, uh, a, a nail, being poked in right under your kneecap your patella with each step and then by uh later in the week uh my knee would buckle like once every 10 to 12 steps and uh yeah yeah keith was with me keith and sean were both with me uh on a couple hunts when it it did it bad one evening um and that's when we actually called sid back in uh, to help with the hunt, like, Hey man, bring your rifle. And, uh, I actually had to make that call because I knew Sid wouldn't do it unless I was the one that called. And, uh, I can't remember what day it was day four, day five. Um, Sean just did an absolute amazing job working to find bulls. Uh, unfortunately we had a bull shot out kind of out from under, uh, some bulls we were on and, and, uh, you know, it was on state land that bordered their, their ranch. So, you know, it happens. I don't hold any ill will to those hunters. Uh, congratulations, I'm sure, on a magnificent bull. Uh, they earned it. They deserved it. But uh, we had to find, you know, different elk after that. And Sean just put in some amazing miles to make that, that happen. Um, but, yeah, if you're thinking about heading west, you better be in the best shape of your life physically or mentally 
or the mountain's going to hand your ass to you. So, okay, I'm going to qualify that, right? Because I get a lot of people that, you know, back east, Midwest, whatever it is, even people out here out west, right, that that want to go elk hunt. And I put it off for years, but I put mm-hmm. it off for years because I was hoping to draw in California, the price of tags, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. And I just got tired of waiting and I regret the hell out of it. Yep. So to qualify that, if – I get a lot of people that say, oh, I'm not ready. Physically, I'm not ready. Mentally, I'm not ready. This, I'm not ready. I got to get more time with my bow. I got to learn more about elk. I got to learn more about the You Go do it because you're not going to know. Yes. And you're not going to understand how much it tests you until you're there in country and you're chasing them SOBs. Um, Yeah. Because you trained for this. Yeah, and that's what – yes. Yeah, I did. I did. I trained to, I think, the best – of my, my body would allow me to, um, cause it is a, a fight. You know, I do deal with, uh, not every day, but there's pain every day. Um, but some days it's severe enough. That's it's all your mind wants to go to, you know, that's all it wants to uh, register is the pain you're feeling. So you better be, is as ready as you can physically um because when you train hard physically you're also training yourself mentally oh yeah yeah to break barriers uh to blow past barriers and i gotta say this too man those group of guys helped me get through the mid to later part of the week when it was when it was as bad as it could be for me in pain it was the support of the brothers that were there that kept believing in me, uh, that kept complimenting me. Um, Sid, watching that freaking animal go, <laughs> I was like, "He's stupid." Sid is stupid. <laughs> oh, man. dude, he he is he is by far, and he's an animal. He dude. is. He, he is absolutely. Yeah, there's no other word to describe him. And God bless him. He come up to me once, and he's like, "Hey." I live out here. I train out here. I'm used to this altitude. You know, I know you're looking at me with, with two prosthetics and thinking, well, I only got one. What, you know, how can I not go like him? But you got to realize the condition that that foot of yours is in. And I think you're doing amazing. And, uh, to have Sid, all of them compliment me, but you know, Sid's the one guy that, that, I can say truly understand. Right. Not that those guys don't understand, but Sid's lived it. Right. Exactly. So he he knows what it's like to pick up a phone and call a surgeon and say, "Okay, I am. I want you to cut my leg off." Like that is a tough, Hell yeah. tough phone call. Is that you to make? Is that you or Sid that had that said that a couple of times? I was pretty attached to my leg. <laughs> Cracks me well, up I'd say we both were, but probably <laughs> Sid, man. Yeah. I mean, I was, I, I always tell people like, I know my feet are ugly, man. Like they are ugly as shit. Dude. <laughs> I, but I was born with a man. Dirty only two I, I, I got, right. you know, and I only got this one now. And I mean, I, it, it literally, yeah, dude, it looks like uh, old uh, Freddy Krueger got a hold of my foot, man. That's, I actually showed them guys uh, before we, like the first day or two we were there. Cause, um, I, I think some of them wondered what exactly was CVT 
and what did the foot look like? And um, I, I showed him, and I'll never forget Thomas, the videographer's face, when he seen it. Like, just that look of just almost horror. Like, that's, that's, that's the foot you live with every day. That's the foot you're going to go try and do this on. You know, so, um, so I guess but I, at the same time, hey, and it's it's the only one I got. Yeah. So I'm a, a yeah, I'm attached to that damn thing. So I got a couple things, man. I, I'm sorry to cut you off like that. No, you're fine. So brother. like I get it right. Like like the foot, the foot could be whatever the foot is. And let's let's explain it a little bit for somebody that may not know Tate Hale like everyone else. So Tate is, you know, has one leg amputated. CBT affects the other foot and he's attached to that other foot. So it's been a struggle to go ahead with that amputation. Um, so just to qualify that, right. So that pain that you're talking about um, is, is caused by the CBT in that, in that foot that, you know, is still there. Yeah. Yeah. My, my surgeon, he explained it to me in, in perfect layman's terms back in the day. Um, when they first told me that, that his last, you know, diagnosis was going to be to look in for me to look into double amputation below the knee, he said, um, cause at that time I was still working on my undergrad at Ohio university and I built houses, you know, around college to, to help pay for things. And, uh, that taught me a lot, dude, cause normally by 10 o'clock in the morning to noon i was literally i looked like an 80 year old man all hunched over just shuffling my feet to be able to even walk and uh, my surgeon told me he said hey it's like the foundation of these houses you guys you build these houses. he said when the foundation's no good everything above it eventually will crumble and that is exactly what's going to happen with your feet these feet were not made to walk on, let alone play college football. And that was right after I was made to give up college football, you know, a few years down the line. He said, um, what's going to happen is everything above it's going to crumble. Your knees are going to go because your gait is so messed up. They actually did a test once. They had me stand on one of these pads that measured pounds per square inch. And the bone mass that you know, my foot is shaped like an upside down arch. That's the bone mass I walk on. He said, you put about 2,600 pounds per square inch that goes straight up that bone mass through your knees, through your hips. And what's going to happen is your knees will go and then your hips will go and then your lower back and it's going to go straight up your back if, if you don't resolve the issue and he said i've done everything i can do surgically you know we, we have multiple multiple complete reconstructive surgeries you should look into letting them amputate your feet okay so we touch back on that so i'm going to bring us back yet again and and uh -huh. if this comes off as crass or comes off as inappropriate i apologize to anybody that's listening no, but i'm talking to my brother tate here and you and Sid, and we kind of started this conversation off record. Um, mm -hmm. You guys are average guys, right? I mean, that's how you see it, right? Yeah. Not, don't have a yeah. superpower. Yeah. So let's talk about nope. the videographer that's seeing the foot. 
Yeah. I don't know, right? <sighs> I'm trying. I'm trying to be. Uh, uh, fuck it. <laughs> that, no, that dude, foot, go with it. You're foot, not going bother me. That yeah. foot, however dismembered it looks, or however you know repulsive, if that's the word, or however taken back he was by that. That uh-huh. that is the S on your chest. That is the superpower yeah. to be able for. We cannot relate as here we go with that crap again. Abled body. We can't relate to that constant pain, that constant struggle, that constant having to work and fight through that. We're worried uh-huh. about the next iPhone or, you know what I mean? Or, you know, how clean yeah. my car. It's minor. To me, I would hope that he reflected on that, I guess is my point. All he did. And yeah. realized how powerful. And to a point how beautiful that foot is. I mean, I can't yeah. think of I can't think of two better men that have reeled me in that make me realize how important it is to appreciate what I have right here and now than you uh-huh. you and Sid. I, I just can't. I cannot I can't look okay. anywhere for it. It, yeah. it. You know what I mean? I I don't know how that no, sounds. No, I, crazy, I get what you're man. saying. So two things I'll, I'll kind of piggyback off that. Number one, when we get done, I'll uh, text you some pictures of the foot so you can kind of actually see it yourself. Um, yeah, and, and you'll get a better understanding of it. Uh, so that's number one. Number two, um, I appreciate you saying that, man, the kind words, you know, the S on the chest and everything. And this will kind of go back to what we talked about a little bit before we hit record. Um, I have recently, since coming home from Utah, um, I've experienced depression, anxiety, um, since the surgeon made me walk away from college football. I didn't get the choice. I was like, he is, I will physically stop you, medically stop you from doing it if you do not agree. Um, that's and right after that the degeneration really took off the pain went to a level i had previously you know uh had not encountered uh like serious pain uh not that i wasn't in serious pain when i was 12 years old and i'd come home from a football practice and my feet hurt so bad i'd actually have to put my hands on the walls and hallways to walk um i thought i knew pain at 12 uh, but this went to a whole new level. So with that can come depression and anxiety. And when I got home from Utah, man, it hit, it hit, uh, probably worse than it's ever hit in my life. Uh, the anxiety, just worrying about everything, my future, uh, finances, um, because I don't use, fuck it. We're going to go 100. We're going to be transparent and share my life with people. Um, right now I live on disability. Um, I get 600, roughly $650 a month, bro. That's what I live on. Um, so there's a lot of anxiety there each month. Just how, how do you survive, you know? And then you throw the physical pain on top of that. It can wear you mentally, no matter how strong you are. Um, so I don't want people to think that guys like me and Sid, that we don't struggle, that we are superhuman, 
that we don't have our bad days that are bad times. Uh, like me and you talk, this is just a valley. I've been here before and I'm going to, I've already started to turn the corner the last few days. Um, but we struggle just like the, the able-bodied person. We have our, our, you know, depression. We, we do have anxiety. And I've recently reached out to different people, even the guys that I was on the hunt with. Me and Sid had a great conversation today on the phone. Me and Weston been texting Keith. I opened up to Keith about all this because this stigma attached to it that you can't talk about it, hey, that's bullshit. But if people always look at Tate or Sid and think, man, they just, nothing rocks them, man. Their boat just always seems steady because that's what Instagram is Highlights. for a lot of people. Highlight reel. Exactly. It's a freaking highlight reel. And I shared, matter of fact, on, on the, uh, the teaser, the trailer clip that was released today, that Disabled Outdoorsman released today, um, the trailer for the, the video they're putting together for the hunt. Uh, there was some comments on there, man, that I, I opened up about being in depression and, and anxiety uh, these last week, week and a half. And the response from people has been amazing, supportive. But the reason I decided to really let let it out is because if you're not 100, that closes the door for someone to reach out. Someone that might be on the verge of, God forbid, someone ever taking their life or harming their self or anything. But if they're like, man, I'd love to reach out to that, that one-legged dude, but he he's too he's too strong he would think i was a puss you know he would think i was mentally weak i i that's not what i want from this man i want this like when i speak i always say i'm trying to turn what my curse into my cause what some people would think was my curse being born like this i want to make it my cause for being something positive a force for good in the world while I'm here, man. And and that's why I share it. And I just encourage anyone who who goes through it, able-bodied, disabled, mentally, what physically, whatever you're going through, to reach out, man. Hit me up. I, I'm always here for anybody that's going through, you know, something like that. So uh, just to kind of get back to before I get off rambling here, uh, we aren't, you know, we're nothing – special dude we're no different than the next people this is our normal i don't know what it's i don't know what it's like to have normal feet i don't know what it's like to not be in physical pain this is just my normal and i'm just a normal dude handling it the best i can and sometimes i get down just like everybody bro so okay. just like everybody and i get that right <clears throat> and I'll never uh -huh. take you and Sid off of the pedestal. It just ain't going to happen. <laughs> you guys can make me, you can talk I all that shit. I appreciate that, dude. You, you guys can no, talk all I that do. shit I you want. I appreciate that. <laughs> but because, because one of the fears why people won't reach out about mental health is that reason right there. Well, guy's going to think less of me for saying this on his podcast. No. You know what I mean? But, but that they're, they're afraid of the judgment. But, okay, so... It, <sighs> I get that, right? It, it, 
there, there's all these societal pressures or however you look at it. Right. And you had said something as you were as you were talking there. And, you know, such and such is going to think, you know, I'm weak shit. Who cares? Yeah. Right. Who? Yeah. Who cares? Exactly. It's, it is OK exactly. to admit defeat, failure hardship, you know, hitting rock bottom, whatever your rock bottom is, whether it's yeah. a physical ailment or drugs or alcohol, whatever problem it is, it isn't the setback or falling down to that bottom. Right. And, it, and uh-huh. it's going to sound cliche as all hell, but it's the truth. It's how you face that opposition, whatever it is exactly. and how you fight yeah. back from that. That's going to define you. The, exactly. The, Nobody goes through life undefeated, bro. Uh, we all lose battles. That's but what makes us end, grow. You can always win the war. That, exactly. That's what makes us grow. And and uh, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that I'm perfect, and I've never been in that in that place, right? To where and I talk about it like with my elk hunt. I talk about it with my hunting. And, and just life in general, right? With me and physical fitness, man, I fluctuated with my weight for forever, for almost my entire mm-hmm. adult life. You make excuses and you want to do this and you want to do that. And it's like a constant revolving thing. That's, you know, it's a struggle. But I'm not yeah. going to let it defeat yeah. me to the point where I'm showing a highlight reel and worried about, you know, Mr. X, Mrs. Z. It don't make no sense. But yeah. if I can help one yeah. person... And just, you know, like me and my son's trip, dude, that was, I'm not going to say it's the I toughest imagine, thing man. mentally that I've ever been through, yeah. but there's a whole hell of a lot of pressure that comes along with you wanting your son, your child to yep. experience something the way that you experienced it. And you want to want them to that light to flick on for them. And there was points yeah. in that hunt, man, where I was just absolutely defeated absolutely defeated and and at one of those points is when sid had texted me and i was just like holy crap and it really got it cycling in my head you know the boys in utah are getting it after after right now you know and Mm -hmm. i'm and all i can imagine is is my two superheroes just kicking ass on the mountain and here i am here i am feeling a little bit defeated because you know we had some adversity in a hunt and yeah it was like dude it was so motivating and there was a point where my son had to remind me and and i he didn't do it purposely he had to remind me why we were there or what what the true meaning of that hunt was so you get in these yeah so you get in these dumps because we're worried about what a fucking highlight yep. reel on Instagram yep. or yep. Facebook or wherever yep. your platform what? is. I mean, come on, man. Yep. None of this shit yep. is perfect. I told, I told my roommate today, I was like, bro, I think, uh, cause he's another one I reached out to. He's in South Florida right now, spending some time with his family. And I told him, I was like, you know what? I think we all want to be like, we want people to think good of us. I said, but this little, I guess, battle I've been facing here this last week and a half, I can finally say, I don't give a shit what people think of me. I finally get it, dude. I know what I've been through. I know what I did on that mountain. No, I didn't harvest a bull. So what? But I know what I exactly. Yep. I know what I overcame. I know the pain I went through. I know the pain I live in every day, and I know the battle that still lies ahead of me. Uh, It's going to be a lifelong battle. And you know what? I'm damn proud 
so far of how I've handled it. And I don't give a shit. Like I, I, I don't, I'm just, I'm this soft hearted, big dude that wants people to like them that, you know, who doesn't want to be like, but you know, if you don't get my journey or don't get my struggle, cool. You can kick rocks, man. <laughs> That's it, man. You know, That's it. you can kick rocks. Cause I, I got an amazing group of supportive friends and real life and through social dude. That's the power of the good of social man right there is what we're doing right now. Without social, me and you would have never met, man. We wouldn't know each other's stories. We wouldn't be able to encourage each other. You know, I wouldn't have met all those great guys out West. Uh, so yeah, I'm over it, man. And, and I think I, I told my roommate, I said, dude, I think this, uh, this little thing I've been going through here this last week and a half, it hit me today. It's like, just, it's almost like burning the last of the impurities out of me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, excuse me, as I, <laughs> I got so much going on in my head right now, man. No, dude, you're good. Perfect imperfections, right? If, mm-hmm. if we were to look at each other, all of us, not just me and Tate or me and Sid or Tate and Sid or Keith or Sean, but if we were all to look at each other and think how, how unique are we in our own circumstance within ourselves? It's perfect imperfections. The the thing that makes yeah. us all so great is that we're so fucking different in every way. Yep. So to appreciate yep. the things that are different or the struggles that someone else has gone through and got through, dude, that there's more power in that and more good in that than, than anything that could come out of a fucking highlight reel on social or a 20 minute clip of a video that shows no struggle that that exactly you know what i mean like oh. and 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 how cool is it that all these people that are as you say all these imperfections when they come together as one something perfect happens yeah absolutely i mean all these people yeah. on that mountain we all have our baggage we all have things we fight but when we came together as a group on that Utah mountain, something beautiful and perfect happened that we're going to be able to use to not only inspire the able-bodied community, but that person who was either born with a disability or maybe recently had a tragic accident that finds herself newly disabled, you know, the that's powerful, dude. Heck you yeah. know, we're going to reach a lot of people. And be a force for good, man. And, and that, that's powerful. You had you had kind of talked about it, you know, earlier here. I don't know, three, four, five minutes ago. But it's not just you know, air quotes again, disab- disabled or you know, having a physical limitation, but mental limitations, you know, no. chemical dependency, whatever it is. If people no. look at it, they can find that inspiration that that you know, get up and and come back if they look deep enough or if they, if they look at it and stop worrying about being this perfect fucking person during the day and then going home and pounding, you know, a fifth of whiskey, you know what I mean? If that, if a glass of whiskey is your vice, that's your vice, but, but stop with the, this perfect 
BS because there's no one who's what's perfect. What what yeah. exactly? And, and is you're that? not helping. You're not helping anybody. No, by doing that, nobody is truly being helped um, by that. And and you're only you're only hurting yourself. Honestly, I mean, and and that's the biggest tragedy with with an example like that is at the end of the day, you're only hurting yourself. You know. And, and we got to take care of ourselves, number one, because you cannot give away the energy or the vibe if you're not possessing it yourself, man. You know what I mean? People, people ain't stupid. They, 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 they know, man, when you're being real, you know, when you're, you're keeping it 100 or you're being fake, people ain't stupid. Real recognizes yeah. real, man. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, exactly. That there couldn't be a truer statement, in my opinion. Um, but this this yeah. whole perfect, you know, this highlight reel thing, man. I will appreciate someone's imperfections before I look at that highlight reel. I, I want to see your struggle, and that's where I'm going to judge the man. You know what I mean, or the woman, mm-hmm. whoever it is. But this, yep. you know what I mean, this beautification of all of it. This, when when we when we're related to hunting, that is one of the things that keeps a lot of us going. Is the shit ain't easy, right? It's not yeah, easy, exactly. And when it becomes exactly. easy, we look for a way to make it harder. We we want to mm-hmm. go, you know, deeper into the country, or I'm going to go hit that mountain and oh, I'm going to chase yeah. high country mule deer, or I'm going to, you know, shoot an elk at 1,100 yards. Some people probably yep. gasp for air right there, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it really, yeah. You, you look those imperfections and those struggles. To me, that's what makes the individual, not just some, you know. Yeah. Because that, well, like you said, man, that's where the growth yeah. comes from. Yeah. And the old saying, if you're not growing, you're dying. Yeah. And it, and it's relatable. And that's 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 true. It's it's yeah. more relatable, yeah. at least for me. Yeah. You know. Well, because life isn't easy, dude. Life is hard. Yeah. Who wants it to be? Life though? just exactly just in general, life is hard. So you, you better, you know. Yeah. Like you said, that's where the growth comes, man. I it, you know it's funny. I would, you know, talk to my mom, call my mom or whatever. And we'd be talking and she, you know, how was your day? And I was, you know, work was rough, you know? Um, and I would, yep. and I, and I, you know, jokingly say to her, um, you know, what the hell, Ma? what happened to my silver spoon? I was supposed to be born with a silver spoon, yeah. but yeah. there wouldn't yeah. be any appreciation for it. Well, I shouldn't say that, right. There's people that, that do appreciate it, but it, I, I think I appreciate things that I struggle for more. The things that I have to yeah, I, swing at like crazy. That's the things I appreciate. I don't want to give yeah. me. Yeah. Well, the journey, man, that's where all the magic happens is the journey, yep. not the destination. I, you know, it's the journey to get to the top of that mountain. And once you're there, you can look back, whatever that mountain may be in your life. You can look back and just look at everything I overcame Mm -hmm. to be standing right here, right now. And it really, I'm glad you said that because it, for me at this point in my life, it is more about how I go through something than the Uh end result. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So going back to hunting. Right. I, I yep. could have <clears throat> my early deer tag. I could have went out 
And there was this one buck. This this dude is beautiful, man. I mean, for for where I'm hunting in California and this, I call him old boy. He's huge. He's beautiful, uh-huh. right? I cannot kill this yep. guy. And I went and I went and I went and I had two stalks on him this year that I got within 118 yards. One day he was coming down to me and uh, I'm like, oh man, when he gets there, he's at 70 yards, he's dead. You know, I had a, yeah. a couple pigs yeah. come in and a little and a little spike busted because the pigs and then he disappeared, never to be seen this season again. But it was, it was. It was the perseverance and how I was approaching it. And every time I saw him, I was able to get closer and closer and closer. And it's like, you know what? I'm okay with not killing that deer until it's supposed to happen or or until yeah. I'm good enough, yeah. until I am good enough to kill that deer. Right. I won't do yeah. it with a rifle. And dude, I, I remember seeing some of your Insta stories where you were doing some hunting, it was like 106 degrees. Hundred, Yeah. This year, the hottest day, I think, I was, was 112. Like, are, are you kidding me? <laughs> he is out there, and that... It sucks, like, bro. That is, that is a man. You know, it, that is a hunt right there, dude. That That is a test. It sucked. A, a test. It sucked. Yes. There's days but where you want to quit. I, yeah, and I bet looking back on it now, though, you're like, that was freaking awesome. You know, so going into this year, so last year was rough, right? It was, I saw that deer, I think my second day out and I'm like, that's him right there. I don't want nothing else. Well, then I could, I didn't see that deer, but I think once or twice last year, 116 degrees. And there was a couple days and I'm all bullshitted. There's a couple days, dude, I packed it up. I'm like, it is too GD hot, right? I, I yeah. just can't do it. Yeah. And yeah. that, that Monday, Oh my God, dude, you want to talk about you stu I was cussing myself and you called it, you know what I mean? It was just like, all right, no way. Yeah. And after that, it was, it was dark to dark, dude, 14 hours a day. Yeah. And I didn't see him. Okay. I'm moving. Let's get another three. But dude, it was torture, but to be, Oh, I, I can't imagine man. to see him three or four times this year and be able to get closer and closer and closer. Uh-huh. Dude, I was just, I just appreciate wow. the journey. I think more than yep. the end result at this point. Yeah. You know, and I, I can't wait to get that text when you do put an arrow through that deer. You and me both. Because <laughs> Yeah. Because you, you know what I mean? Cause everything you've worked for and hunted through to get that animal, it's, it's going to teach you so much about yourself, yourself and what you're capable of to, uh, like my, my daddy always said with these big white tail, you know, boy, they don't get that big by being stupid. That's it. Yep. And, and when you go into their, their territory, their home where they not only survive, but thrive and, and you get it done, that is something you can be damn proud of, man. Heck yeah. You be damn, you're going to be damn proud of yourself. Oh, dude. You if, if I'm, if I get uh, that deer, you're going to get it done. If I get that deer with my bow and it'll have to wait till next year, he made it through yeah, this well, year. Just be bigger. It, exactly. Yeah, it'll man. Just be bigger. It's like, Oh dude, if yep. he can make it, you know, yep. and I, you know, yeah. When you get that deer. Yeah. There you go. That's the way I'm going to look at I'll it. Let you, when you get I'll that let deer. you say it. I ain't jinxing that shit. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I can say it. Cause I'm not out in California. Huh? <laughs> exactly. That so I'll say it yeah. when you get that deer. Yeah, it's uh 
But uh, back to it, man. I mean, it, it is so much more. And it, and yeah, it could sound cliche. I want to punch my tags. But it's so much more yeah. about the effort that I put forth, the resilience, what I learn and take away from it, not just with myself, but but the hunt, too. Right. You yeah. have to be smarter yeah. than that, dude. Like you said, yeah. you know, and and, and I was going to kind of save this for for later but I, I i don't know how much more t- you know time we got or whatever but what you said right there just kind of you know it clicked uh there's so much more um i told those guys that toward the end of the hunt i said i get it and he's like what do, you, what do you mean i said i think maybe the purpose of this trip Dude, I wanted to harvest an elk, man. Who didn't? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I mean, I was thinking I'm going to be eating elk for the next year, oh, yeah. baby. <laughs> this is going to be awesome. Like, awesome. All that meat in my freezer, uh, what we didn't donate because we were going to donate some to the local homeless shelter. We had already agreed on that. Everybody was for it. I was totally for it. Um, kind of pass along, you know, the blessing. But uh, we didn't, you know, and I told those guys, I said, you know, as a man of faith, maybe what, you know, the good Lord or the universe, whatever you believe in, wanted me to learn from this trip was peace. The peace that a prosthetic leg went out to Utah and handled a grade, grade nine Western terrain so much better than the foot I still have and all the trouble I had with my knee because of this foot. Um, I haven't been ready to let, let it go. You know, I haven't been ready to make the call and I'm not saying I am right now, but I'll know when the time's right that I can draw back. I know exactly where my mind's going to go that week of, you know, September 13th through the 23rd, 2019, Thompson through the Utah mountains and knowing a prosthetic leg handled it 20 times better than the foot I was brought into this world with. That's a piece, dude, that, you know, the good book talks about the piece that passes all understanding. And, and that that was the piece I gained. I told them all. I said, I really think that was looking back on it now, why I was here. Besides the brotherhood and, you know, um, it's tough, dude, to pick up a phone and call your surgeon. And like I said earlier and say, look, yep, I'm ready, man. You can cut a body part off. This ain't a recon thing, you know, like when it's gone, it's gone, bro. It ain't growing back. (laughs) In a lizard tail. (laughs) Yeah, it ain't going to just grow back. You know, when it's gone, it's gone. But that peace that passes all understanding, man, like I'm more at peace about this quote unquote disability and letting this foot go when the time is right than I've ever been in my entire life. And that ever. So people will hear that and they'll be like, damn, that's a, that's a hell of a decision. Wow. Right. But that's as far 
that's as far as it'll go in my head, right? Like, ooh, man, that's a that's a rough one. Ooh, yeah, Tate, that's yeah. hard. Yeah. But I I don't know what it. I hear it. Like I I get it. It's, it's scary, yeah. dude. It's great. It's scary. You can't like, imagine. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it's scary because where my mind just went while you were talking right there was this last amputation. Um, I remember the third night I asked the nurse to knock me out. I was in so much pain. Uh, when you ask someone to knock you out, you know you're in pain. Like I told her, I said, I, I cannot feel this anymore. Can you please knock me out? And of course, I get it. They're like, we can't do that because we worry about your breathing slowing down. So, you know, um, and I do. I think of that. Like, dude, when you, when you go do this, you're going to be, you know, it's going to be a battle, man. There's going to be three to four days of absolute hell. And then you got a long road of, you know, recovery ahead of you. And you're going to have to learn how to uh, live as a double amputee as opposed to a single leg amputee. And as bad as my foot is and the pain it causes, it's still more advantageous. As far as what I can see, uh, having this foot from like a balance standpoint and just some things there. Um, to have that foot as opposed to having a prosthetic leg. But the peace I got from, like I said, the pain my knee and ankle felt compared to, there was a couple mornings I woke up and my residual limb was a little sore. But I mean, it was just put your leg on, get going, and it was fine. As opposed to every step, like I said, it literally felt like there was a, uh, a nail right under a metal nail being stuck right under my kneecap, right under my patella every step. And, uh, and the piece of watching Sid, you know, um, that dude, he means a ton to me, bro. He does. And his example means a ton to me. And, uh, I, I really do thank the good Lord for crossing our paths and giving me that time with, with everybody on that mountain, but giving a glimpse into what my future can be like, as long as I keep that warrior mindset and, and do it the right way. Um, I can be Sid in my own way. Right. You know, which that I can be, that is, and I don't know how this sounds, right? But, but the 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 mindset, and not just Sid, but with you you as well, looking at it from you know where I sit, that's a goal for me, right? Is yeah. is how do I Tate Hale up? How do I Sidney Smith up? Sid's thing. I mean, Sid made a decision to go double with his. I mean, yeah. what you know what I mean? Yeah. What in the hell does that take in yeah. a man and to be in the hospital bed to go? I'm going to be a fucking triathlete now. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like yeah. whoa, yeah. bro. You know? Yeah. It, yeah. There was a part of me that it was is. fascinated by that, 
But yeah. there's a part of me that envies it and respects it more than the fascination, right? And that's really what's mm-hmm. taken hold at this point, you know. And and it's just the 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 admiration and respect and that that point of what the hell? If I have a complaint, if I'm on the mountain, what am I complaining about? You know what I mean? And I don't know how yeah. that sounds, yeah. but and it's not a feel sorry thing or hey, these guys are handicapped guys and they're doing no, that's bullshit. It's a mental state that you guys have that that's where I want to be. I want to be able to overcome those type of challenges and obstacles and and tribulations, whatever mine are, you know. And I think that that's yeah. where the power is, not in the not. The fact that, you know, Sid does it with, you know, two and you do it with one. It's just the fact that I can look at it and go, wow, you know, that that back to that appreciation of what's in front of me and what I have, man. Uh, you know, exactly. It, it's just exactly. it's huge, man. It is huge. Yeah. Well, dude, I, I mean, you're doing, I think, amazing things, man, to step out and start this podcast and from my perspective to sit here and, and see how it's grown and uh, you're on fire right now, dude, you are, uh, you're, you, you, I'm sure um, you said I'm going to do it and you did it and it's growing. You're reaching a lot of people. Um, you're inspiring a lot of people. You're educating a lot of people. Your guests are educating a lot of people and um, to be a force for good, man, that's that's very impressive and you should be proud of that because a lot of people aren't they get so caught up like you said in their little issues you know i I, my new iphone or whatever that they never take their eyes off themselves and you know go give their tribulation away to other people you know like i like i said earlier this whole thing like this this what some might say, man, that dude was born with a curse. No, man, this become my cause. You know, this is my cause to just to to help to people. other. Yep, yep. It, it's yeah, bigger. That, that's it. It's bigger than. It's bigger than Tate Hill. It's bigger than Sidney Smith, yeah. right? I mean that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That that that's to me that's what's important. I mean, and you know, you you talk about the podcast, and that's one of the reasons that I. I'm trying to relate it there, but it's not as big as, <laughs> as what you guys are doing. Um, but no, man, you're doing great. But to focus on other people that have the same passion, right. That have the same love. Yep. And it doesn't have to be a person that has, you know, 80,000 followers or this, you know, you know, pro mm-hmm. hunter type or, you know, those, I, I look up to those people. I look to those people for advice. I look for, you know, to those people for experience, things like that. But it's so much more relatable to me to talk to you or to talk to, you know, Sean or, you know, a lot of the guests that I've had, um, Amber and Pat Casey, you know, sharing their stories is what's important to me, right? The, just the Mm -hmm. everyday folks, this is what we're, we're just, you know, I think there's power in that stuff, man. Yeah, there is. There's tremendous power because it shows, it shows people that, you know, they're really no different than, than you or me, you know, we're all in this together, man. And, um, when you're, when you're constantly doing your best to shine a a bright light in a unfortunate world, that's getting darker and darker by the year. That's the only way we're going to turn this society around, man, is having more people step up to the plate 
and say, you know what, I, I want to give anything I can that can be beneficial to others away. You know, um, it, it's crazy the energy in this world, man, and, and how it flows and, and the ebbs and flows of the energy. And uh, I, I, const- I do think that when you uh, are constantly giving yourself away, giving positive away, giving love away, support away, you get that shaken, shaken down, pressed tenfold. Like a great example of that will be this elk hunt. Um, and this ain't toot my horn. This is just a very neat example that my friend brought up because um, he's, he's a man of faith as well. Um, the last two years I had taken my good friend who was my tailback in high school on a bow hunt and his son got to come with us. Now his son's Bradley. I spoke about him being one of my heroes on the first podcast we did and Bradley in a wheelchair on a ventilator, can't speak, uh, from a brainstem injury, uh, that, that started as an ear infection and doing that. I, I wasn't looking for nothing in return, you know, but my dude told me, he said, you ever think that maybe this hunt found its way to you because it was shaken down press and tenfold for what you did for Bradley and Danny? And I was like, dude, that's very possible. Wow. I, I've never even thought about it like that, man. Cause I, I was just trying to help a dude out that goes through more than I could imagine uh, with his son. Um, I'm blessed to deal with the problems I deal with, you know, when I look at them and and the fight they go through every day that, uh, you know, yeah, maybe this was just the universe or God, whatever you believe in's way of, okay, I'm going to give something back to you because you were willing to give so much away yourself. I mean, it's, I, and I believe it, man. It, for like negative energy stuff, dude. It, yeah. If you bring that shit my way, I'm cutting it off. Like I don't, I, yeah. I just don't need don't it. Don't want to associate with yeah, it. Yeah, I don't need it. Don't want to associate with I'm, it. Now, negative energy and somebody who's going through a valley having a little bit—that's two different things. Yeah, but somebody that is—it's yeah. constant. Yeah. See ya, man. <laughs> See ya. Yeah. No negative, man. I'll help you any way I can. But I'm not into the negative, you know, because that shit's poison. It is, and man. It'll poison, it, and it's not. It'll poison your brain. Not even worth our energy. It's not worth our time. Like, there's so much good around us that it's not worth our time. You know, it's like I. So uh, I, I think you saw that post that I put up with, with little Bennett. Yes. Right. Yes. So, oh my, yeah. dude, you. <sighs> You want to talk about a, a positive energy? Like I'll see Brad. Yeah. Brad will post pictures of his son. I dude, I had no idea. Uh-huh. Like that little dude is the cutest thing to me. And I'd see those pictures yep. and that it would make my day. And then to come to find yep. out what he's struggling with, you know, what his I mean, his whole family's struggling with. He's a three year old. But to look at the yep. energy that that dude puts out and maybe he doesn't know at three years old. And it's just yeah. it, it's just phenomenal how you can how you can look into his eyes and almost through his eyes and see all the freaking good that's around us but why so why uh-huh. focus on that negative crap you know what i mean and then yeah well and it goes to that childlike faith bro 
You know, we're called to have that childlike faith, like that young man, what he's going through. And you said everything you just said, dude, that kid has that, that beautiful childlike faith that no matter what's going on, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. If, you know? if we can step back from our bullshit yep. and look at, you know, a picture of Bennett and realize that dude, we'll all be better for yep. it. You know what I mean? I'm not, yep. I don't want to feel yep. sorry for Bennett. I want to uplift no. Bennett and I want to use, yep. you know what I mean? It just, it, yeah, totally get that it. feeling sorry for somebody else, feeling sorry for yourself. BS. It's like, look, if we're going to make a change, let's make a change, right? If we're going to talk yep. about this, let's, 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 take some action, you know? Yep. It, I don't know, man. I, I get rambling with this stuff. <laughs> no, I get it, dude. I'm the same way. I'll get to talking and just go. And, and like we were talking earlier, Bennett and even Kenzie. Oh yeah. Um, There's that. Yeah. The, her and Brian. Oh my and Mike, goodness, yeah, man. man. It, it, yeah. The, Mike and what he's doing there, dude, it is just, it, it, it's freaking good medicine for the soul, man. Well, he, he, it, it really is. What did he dude, post they tonight? are so amazing. What did he, he posted something tonight, dude, and I reshared it. I'm going to look at it right now. I forget exactly yeah, what I, yeah. I, well, I was following along their elk hunt, man. I was trying to get on daily and check for his post and watching his Insta stories and that, that dude right there. He's he's a man's man, bro. Heck and yeah. and Kenzie, the inspiration that she's given me, like people, you know, you've mentioned me and Sid and our superpower and Superman and everything. No, dude, I don't have a tenth of what that that young lady has, and she's a she's a hero. That that to me is Superwoman. That is a true superhero, bro. That's what Mike put on oh, tonight. Sure. He, he posted, we can all help someone. And then he put, be the person that does. Dude, I I yep. immediately reposted it. I'm like, you know what? That's a reminder that we all need. You know what I mean? That, yeah. Like, we we all yep. need that kind of reminder. And I, and I get it, right? That's his daughter. But it takes, it takes a selfless person to say you know what i love this and no matter what no matter what the cards we've been dealt or however you look at it you love this we're doing this i mean yeah you know what i mean yeah. it's just we'll like find a way to make it work heck yeah brother and they do man yeah. they do that hunt before elk hunt dude she i think she laid down a all dad yeah if yeah. i remember right yeah, something else yeah. man i mean just getting it done yeah dude getting it done and and yeah such an inspiration to me for sure and that's for sure that really there's the pro staff right you know what i mean like everybody's uh -huh. jockeying for uh -huh. that that right there is the, is the representation of of hunting and perseverance and community and inspiration that shit right there with kenzie yeah. with with do usa um, I won't say you and Sid again, but you know, I mean, you and Sid, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. but that I is know, the stuff, right. not just as a hunting community, but as a society, that's the stuff that we need to be focused on. Not all the other yeah. bullshit that's yep. out there. Yep. Yeah. And it is sad, man. Cause I get it, dude, within the industry, it's got to make money to thrive, but some of the mainstream industry and the hunting 
has seemed to shift to about profit. The bottom line, man, what are we making here? It always does. And so. I get it. Me that's, too. That's business. But at the core of it, like you said, is it's so much bigger. And that's why I'm so stoked about what, what Disabled Outdoorsman's doing in these films and some of the future plans that Weston has to possibly have, you know, myself and Sid and, and maybe some other disabled outdoorsmen eventually traveling the country and doing public speaking and sharing this because, like you said, it's real, dude. It's true. And it is something that everybody can relate to. Everyone from the biggest hunting stars to the the average outdoorsmen to even people that don't even hunt can look at this and a see a good representation of the hunting lifestyle and it is not just these murderous rednecks that just kill shit and kill shit <laughs> but you know they get a good representation of what it's really about but also see people that are overcoming stuff that they could never even think about going through, man. And that's that's why I'm so behind this mission, dude. Like a hundred percent on board and, and behind it. So how do with that being said, right? And how do you how do we get people to relate that maybe not be hunters or maybe not be, you know, when you go to, when you go to a school, like when you were in Utah, right. I think you went to, to yeah. Keith's ministry group or something. And you spoke to those, yeah. spoke to those young women um, and young men. How do we get people drawn in to relate to that when they're not hunting or if they're not in athletics? Cause that's a lot of, you know, okay. how yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. Well, for me personally, like I've tied in hunting to how how I've sharpened myself mentally, physically, and healed from from what I was born with. Like I'm getting ready to go speak at a local library uh, early November, and um, they want me to talk about the outdoors and what it's done for me. And I'm going to be speaking to a lot of kids, a lot of them who are not outdoorsmen outdoors women or whatever you want to say there but i just equate it like this everything that i learned through athletics when it was taken away from me i just tried to switch gears and put it into the outdoors preparing myself physically for the hunt preparing myself mentally for the hunt you know like running game cams become studying film you know, uh, for me, uh, that's, that's kind of how I relate it, man. And I recently did a podcast, um, operation dichotomy. Um, it was a great podcast because the whole idea of it is, is shattering these barriers and these misconceptions. And, um, Paul, the, the gentleman who runs the podcast, you ain't going to like totally opposites than me and him. He's a very well-spoken, well-educated Chinese-American living in California. And then you got me in Southern Ohio, sound like a hick, 
walking on one leg. You know what I mean? But dude, the, from the first time we talked, we hit it off because dude, good. If you're a good soul, you're a good soul. It doesn't matter what ethnicity, what color, where you're from, what you, you know, none of that shit matters. Good souls connect. And he and I connected and we spoke a lot about hunting. And I shared, you know, about we we focus on trying to harvest the older animals that are past their breeding prime and herd management and all this. And, and he was blown away. He's like, my perception of a hunter has forever changed. And he's actually interested in picking up the hunter's lifestyle because of that. We're in, you know, get, gathering your own meat, knowing where your meat comes from and, and everything that we love and know about it. He was educated on and was just blown away. Like I'd never heard it in that light. And all his listeners, I would venture to say the majority of them are not sportsmen and women, outdoors men and women. And that's just a, a different light, man, that they got to see. And, and that's how we, we, we bust down these barriers. Where, where in Cali is Paul? I'm not sure to tell you the truth. Man. I'm not sure. I'm sure if you get on um, Insta, um, his, uh, he's at Paul Kim. And then his uh, podcast and his movement is um, at Operation Dichotomy. Okay. Well, if you talk to him, if you talk to him, have him. I mean, I'd be more than happy if he's anywhere local that, to me. I never even thought of that, dude. I never even thought of dude, that. Will. That's a great because we do. We text about once every two weeks or something. We'll hook him <laughs> Excuse up. Excuse me. We'll get him ready for yep. next he season, and I man. Touch base. Yep. Get a bow in his hands yep. and. Yeah, I'd be more than yeah, happy. To I will expose remember him. that next time. Matter of fact, I might text him tonight. Yeah, Ash, yeah. I don't. You can give him my phone number, man. I'd be more than happy to take, especially a guy from California, right? To yeah. that has some type of influence that has other ears on him. I, I would be more than happy to get him going down the path and and talk about taking him out next year, man. That'd be yeah. that would and be I, phenomenal. I would be, that would be awesome because that would also give me great peace and knowing he's being taught by someone who's doing it right. Yeah, let's yeah. You talk to a man, let him tell him to reach out. That'd be yeah. you know, more than I, happy. I will. Yeah, I definitely will. So definitely will. it's getting late for you. Um it's still early over here, man. The sun's not even down. Yeah, yeah, out on that west coast. <laughs> what is it there? What it was it like five, five thirty? Right now it's six thirty. Well, we're six thirty. Yeah, so. that's right. Yeah, you're three hours. So yeah, it's nine thirty out here. So <sighs> hit us with some Tate Hale, man, on the way out here. Um, hit us with just hit us with Tate Hale, man. What you know, what you took away from the mountain, I guess, would be the the biggest thing personally, right? Not okay. not reflecting back on yeah. anyone else, and what what you took away personally, um, and. What what growth did you see, I guess? Um, all right. Um, just real quick off the top of my head. Um, what I took from the mountain was that no matter what you're going through, physical pain, mental pain, because you're going to experience on, on, the, on the mountain, regardless of what you're hunting, you're going to experience physical pain, you're going to experience mental pain. but 
what I took away from it, that is if you can find a strength to put one foot in front of the other, and, and that if that's all you can do is just take, tell yourself one more step, take one more step, take one more step before you know it, you're standing on top of the mountain, whatever that mountain is in your life, whether it's, you know, physical, mental disability, or, you know, like you talked about addiction to whatever, um, take one more step. And eventually you're standing on the top of the mountain and your arms are raised, man. You're, you're like Rocky. Them arms are up in the air and you find a power inside of you that nothing can break you. You know, um, I've been real talking to you on this podcast that for the last week and a half, I have been experiencing some, uh, little more than normal depression and anxiety, but I'm going to do the same thing through this fight that I've done for 38 years of my life and being born like this. And then the amputation, I'm going to take one more step. I'm going to get up tomorrow and take one more step and take one more step. And eventually I will be on top of this mountain, this, this mental health mountain, and I will have my arms raised and I'll be a champion. And, uh, anybody that's just going through anything, just know that man, take one more step and, uh, you will truly find a strength, uh, inside of you that nothing or nobody can take from you. And, uh, you'll burn all the impurities out. That's the only way to burn them out, man, is get in the fire, you know, put yourself in the fire and you burn all that, that negative shit all the impurities out and uh you're the champion of your own story heck yeah take and take uh, away them excuses at the same time exactly exactly heck yeah brother well man you know i appreciate the hell out of your time um oh brother it's an honor to talk to you you know that i can't say enough man you know i wish i could have been on the mountain but like you said i was where i was supposed to be at the time yeah (laughs) i wouldn't have treated that for the world as no and i wouldn't have wouldn't have wanted you to man that that's your son and to uh for you to include him and and i don't know i'm sure you realize that guy but if you don't as a young man who grew up hunting with my dad, those are some of the best memories I'll, I have in my entire life. That my dad always said the greatest gift my daddy ever gave me, besides his love and support, was the gift of the outdoors. Um, so that's that's awesome. That's what a, a good father does, and I'm sure your son, uh, whether he expressed it to you or not. It uh, was a life life changing hunt. Oh, he for did. Him, you know, he did. Yeah. That was one yeah. of the greatest yeah. things about that trip. We actually, we, he and I actually sat down and recorded an episode. Man, if you have a listen, take a listen to that and to see the the lights come on and to hear, yeah, to hear his insight to it, dude. It it warmed my yeah. heart like you wouldn't believe, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was getting ready to say that had to have that had to have you on top of the world oh, man. right there. Oh man, and, and had to. Yeah, it was like, bro, you get it. You know, like I, I'm yeah. glad to have shared the mountain with you, young man. Yeah, 
Yeah, that that's that's good stuff, man. That's good stuff. Well, all right, brother. Well, I uh, again, you know, I appreciate the heck out of your time, man. I know you guys are about to kick off that uh, that uh, whitetail season over there, pretty heavy in the next few weeks, man. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Just got some, uh, just got some cams hung Saturday or Sunday after church. Went got some cameras hung. Uh, the cooler weather's finally getting here. Uh, we're getting into mid-October that uh, testosterone and these white-tailed deer are, is climbing and they're going to be peaked out with their testosterone here late October on the hoof looking for love and they're going to go uh, they're going to go find it in the wrong place that's, right. that's for sure <laughs> they're going to go find it in the wrong place man Heck yeah man well uh, best of luck um, on that white-tail awesome. season man and uh, Thanks, yeah brother. it's always Thank a pleasure you. my man Anytime, dude, anytime I can help you with, with anything, whether it be the podcast or just life or you ever need to talk, brother, you know the number, uh, always in your corner, man. You know that. Appreciate it, man. It's, it's likewise, too. You know that. You bet. All right, you bro. bet. We'll be talking. You bet, man. Thank you for listening. Follow and tag us on Instagram at Western Contours. Jump on iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. Subscribe, leave us a comment, and don't forget to hit that five-star rating. We appreciate the support, and until next time, lay them down. Hey, everyone. This is Andrew with Sasquatch Fuel. If you're heading to the backcountry this season and you need some meals that don't bog you down, check out sasquatchfuel.com. Our 100% compostable packaging was designed to combat litter in the backcountry. For more information on conservation in action, head to sasquatchfuel.com. Hey guys, enter code Western Contours at checkout and save a few bucks off your order.